And welcome to a very special episode of the Ranging Heresy podcast. This is our uh, players pack come roundup come just about everything awesome for the end of, well, the final event in our event series of this year. And that event is known as Scandus. And this year it's Scandus, the Siege of Byzantia. Excuse the slurring. I'll put it down to the Fanta Orange that obviously has no alcohol in it. I'm your host as always. My name is Jody, and with me tonight in our virtual studio of awesomeness uh, is on on my left, and he's actually been promoted to a full seat now. So he has his own chair. He's off the casting couch of shame for like 100%. It is the one, the only fence sitter himself, Magnus. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. And I'm I'm yeah. gonna miss the casting couch. You are, but you know, we, we we did splash out and get your own fence post with a with the bar stool top on it. So you've got something to sit on at least. Ah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so I'm doing just fine. Yeah, yeah, just sniffing glue. <laughs> sniffing glue. Uh, well, that's usually a pastime here at the Virgin Heresy. <laughs> so we're all good. Nobody's judging. Yeah. There's no point in judging. It's just do 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 what you do. Sniff away, my friend, and enjoy. <laughs> this is the best way to get through uh, a weekend evening. I found so it's it's all good on that front. Uh, it's an awesome diet. It, it's a really good diet, isn't it? To be fair, um, are oh, you yeah. working on anything fun at the moment or? Are you, are you putting, finally getting a breather from from all the work we've done, you've had to do for this event? Yeah, we're finally finished with uh, everything for the event from from my garage side. Um, we're going to talk a bit more more about that later on. But now I'm actually starting for reels on my salamander. So I'm putting for down gluing together and putting down for washing my uh, fire drakes and. Uh, more tactile marines and uh, five pyroclasts. Sweet, very sweet indeed. Yeah. Well, that being the case, we've got to go over to the other side because he's already made himself known, and we love him for that. Um, it is the man who sits atop the throne of 30k here in Sweden. He's got beer in one hand, pretzels in the other, and to be fair, by the sounds of it, he's been trying to jam shit into it into something else for the last ten minutes with uh, with a build that he's working on at the moment. It is the one, the only, Mister Freddy. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I don't want to paint any more gold, but I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless! Having that much fun, huh? I have to say that I think Iron Warriors mm-hmm. is probably. One small step out from painting custodes. It's because beg they, your they, fucking pardon, son. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying at least then you can use two different types of metals. Oh fuck you! Don't even get me started on that shit. <laughs> Don't even get out. Nah, out. it's 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 fine. It's fine. Uh, no, I'm I'm stressing up. Uh, I need to because obviously everyone know that I was in Australia, so I'm kind of planned a tight painting schedule to get all the bits and pieces done for for scanners anything from terrain which i i'm happily we knocked out the last bits like uh yesterday Fuck, it feels, yep. like, it feels like a week ago <laughs> yesterday yesterday the last bits and pieces of terrain that we needed is all done um i kind of smashed out all the infantry for the customs army during this week and now i'm moving on to the vehicles and shit uh, all of these other little small surprises for the events are kind of coming together. They're done. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, I started molding some extra terrain pieces down in the in the rape dungeon. Nice. All, all of those are done. So yeah, I think we have like what five days to go. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And all I have left is some golden tanks. And nice. I think for once I I feel like I'm I'm kind of on schedule, which is good. I'm glad one of us is. That's always a good thing. Well, you know what I do. I'm a, I micromanage myself. Yes. So it's so yes. Discipline and order. 
we're happy we're happy, we're very happy that you do that to yourself yeah. um oh and and to magnus yeah and to everybody else because <laughs> you care because you care yeah. um but it was, yeah you know, it's fun like we it's gonna be fucking it's gonna be amazing like just uh after after we we were standing there semi-drunk people in the garage surveying the walls of the hive city they look fucking spectacular it's hard yeah. to see on the photos i posted on facebook but wait until you see the whole all the tables set up on friday it's gonna look like it like like johnny said it, it looks like blanchian uh, it's so blanchian <laughs> and and it's a blanchian train yeah it's like it, because it reminds me of that old uh, black and white drawing you know when that weird uh, imperial guard stands outside of the high city and you see the walls or the yeah. other one that he's done when when they're shooting in and war, like having this massive battle outside the wall i think it's like armageddon or some shit, but you only see the imperial guards and mm -hmm. uh, it's like it just fits perfectly with the theme that we like so Ma magnus did like a fucking top job scratch on these motherfuckers because like they they look fucking awesome and now with all the paint on it like fuck man went to town on that shit yeah people will be impressed it's probably the biggest heresy wall uh, so far in the community <laughs> yeah definitely the longest i mean you know you know what we should do i'll try and sell it to trump and make some money back you, know? you, you don't <laughs> yeah, need to well, spend makes... 20 billion you can just buy ours we'll sell yeah. it to you you know we'll put we'll put some minis next to it and then give him the given uh, air quote scale photos It'd be fine we'll totally make some money off it i will make school on pay for it uh, <laughs> Dude, not when I'm trying to have a drink. That's not fair. <laughs> we're building a wall. We're making Scorn pay for it. Uh, you know, if, we're th if we're thinking Trump, we might as well use his best ideas. Yeah. So someone else will have to pay for it. Yeah, true. Fair enough. I can respect that. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, yeah, if, if anybody's wondering what on earth we're talking about, go and have a look on our Facebook page. Um, because there are some pictures that have been shared there, which is very awesome. In fact, that gives me a rather useful little link into just reminding everybody about our social medias. Even though this is a special episode, we still get them out of the way. So if you want to send us army lists or anything you want us to talk about, just email us at theverangineheresy at gmail.com. If you have any interest in following us on Twitter, which you know occasionally we tweet stuff apparently, um, you can get hold of us at Varangian Heresy and the same on Instagram. Um, and uh, what else is there important? Oh, of course, Facebook, because that's where you'd be looking. We are uh, facebook.com forward slash the Varangian Heresy. Um, if you want to join our podcast group, you can do that. It's on Varangian Heresy. Um, it's actually linked to our Facebook page. See, nice and easy. I know what I'm talking about. Um, I totally do. Don't, don't judge me, man. Don't judge uh, me. I know, I know all this shit. I know this shit. Um, and then we've got, uh, what else is it? Our Patreon. So if you happen to, um, you know, like what we do and would like to support us, go to patreon.com forward slash the Varangian Heresy and consider supporting us. There's three levels there. Loads of goodies available on different levels. Uh, and we would very much appreciate it because it just helps us with the running costs and slowly improving what we do as a podcast in regards to sound quality and all that good stuff. So, yeah, that's the social media. Oh, well, we, we have to do a disclaimer, though. Do we? Uh, yeah, because I promised Christopher Carter that we would record a, kind of a breakdown of his army list and stuff and give us our five cents. But obviously that was before I realized we had to do this special scanners recording. And so, yeah. You'll have to wait until next time. I'm sorry, mate. We are very sorry for Freddie over-promising and under-delivering, which is very unusual because he usually over-delivers exceptionally well. Um, and so, can, as he can says... Can record it again and then I can play it to my wife? Yeah, <laughs> we can totally do that. I'll do that. I'll do you a nice soundbite for it later. Um, and what we'll do is we'll make sure we have that on episode... I think it's episode 67 is our next one after the, we've got one pre-recorded ready to go. So 66 will be dropping sometime next week after this one. And then we'll make sure we have it on 67 for you. So sorry about that, Miss Carter. Uh, we will make sure that is all done, but we do have other lists as well to look at. So have no fear. We shall, we shall be doing stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's our social media. So let's get it underway. Let's get what everybody's here for tonight. Oh, by the way, just in case you're wondering if there's going to be any musical breaks, 
this is the end of the this is the end of the track this is where the heresy train most definitely has no brakes so we're going all out here uh, so this is going to be a straight shot episode so with that in mind what are we here to talk about freddy we're here to talk about uh, the one event to rule them all oh yes <laughs> I mean, the one age of darkness them. to bind you yeah <laughs> You have, yeah, you have, there is definitely you are definitely going to have to walk walk to Mordor because there is most definitely a giant fucking wall in the way. <laughs> so yes, there there's is. no just driving across the table here. Yeah. No. So basically, I don't know most most of our listeners are probably familiar with our event series. So we have had a series of events. Uh, this year was based on uh, unknown units and kind of an escalation and something wacky and. Uh, and and most people know that at, at the end of the year we always want to do something that is fucking massive like come to an event bring the big toys that you normally never get to play because you know either too expensive or they're too many points and you normally are 25 percent for lord of war and you kind of want to have other things but you know that mastodon needs to be played it needs to get get his fucking shines shine on gets it get into the spotlights and this is why we do scatters basically yeah, Scandus yeah. is the it, it it does have a very well earned reputation of where all the big toys come out to play, where the gloves are taken off and you get to swing for the fences with all your big toys. So yeah. that that's always something in our mind when we're planning events and what we're doing. So this year is no exception. Yeah. Uh, so the, this year has basically been the story of uh, the traitor assault on Numa Elysium. And we kind of started off the year with Lincoln. Like we normally do, Lincoln, we do as like the, the kind of the kickoff event of the year. It's uh, Lincoln is a kind of a, a semi big gaming convention in, in Sweden or southwestern Sweden, I should say. Um, and there we do our normally we do either smaller games. Uh, this year we did Centurion uh, and we did book four Raiders and Garrison lists. So uh, it was just to signif signify the, the Pathfinder teams and like the, the Vanguard strike forces uh, from the traitors dropping down on the planet, trying to see key terrain, starports, and drop sites uh, for like the big push that came later on. Yep. Which, it's which, all about uh, all about securing those, those uh, what is it, the uh, beachheads and all that sort of jazz, right? Yeah. So, and it was kind of a massive homage to uh, uh, Book Four, which is. Everyone else I keep talking about book four is the best book. <laughs> uh, and also uh, we did our um, kind of our own version of the Centurion rules, a bit more restrictive than the normal ones you find at uh, Die of Horrors or the other guys running them. Uh, I know Tom does some awesome stuff with his Centurion rules. Dan Anda. Uh, but we did we added on something a little bit more so it would fit with the narrative. And that's uh, when we all decided that we're going to do something different this year we want to promote the hobby aspects a bit more than we normally do so we kind of added on that if you bring any of those forgotten units as we call them uh units that you hardly ever see on the tabletop like destroyers like uh scouts, the other flame, <laughs> scout, militia scouts only <laughs> fuck <laughs> i still haven't seen any militia scouts <laughs> oh, they were there. They were there at Scand the Lincoln. I have to say, I don't think they lasted more than a round, but they yeah. were there. Yeah. Who brought them? Uh, I, I can't uh, remember. Whoever played militia, I'm pretty sure I saw them. Yeah. Um, I saw at least one militia army there. I'm gonna go back and look now just to find them. Yeah, and and kind of like uh, different stuff that you you hardly ever see. Mm. Um, and then um, followed on that in in our kind of narrative. Uh, the traders landed on the planet and they kind of gather all their forces and they want to break out of the beachheads that they've established. So think Operation Cobra, Normandy 44, but instead of Americans, they're all Horace's boys and they try to push through the allied, <laughs> allied lines, I would say. Try to push through the, the Loyalist lines and uh, that's when we did uh, our next big event, which was Haguaria. And there we did our kind of homebrew uh, armored rules, which you guys probably already know about, trialed and trialed and tested by now. And yeah. uh, that, yeah, was, that was, was the Fields of Megara, wasn't it? That was yeah. that was the actual event name. Yeah. So uh, it, everything vehicled, and it was just a massive fucking slaughter fest. 
Uh, after that event, we moved on to, uh, I was about to say Down Under again, but the Scarlet. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, I, were, you I went was down under, didn't I you? Was, no, 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 I, I just left this fucking, <laughs> I left this podcast and kind of became Billy the intern at Diaboris. Yeah, you had your Billy the intern moment as well. It was a great episode, by the way. <laughs> uh, much alcohol was had. <laughs> Which you, but, there's no other way to do it, mate. <laughs> I know, but anyway, so I'll, I'll let you take the next one then. Well, we we had the um, we had our event down here in Scona, which was uh, Trebizond, the Forges of Caldia, and with Freddie and his his um, experienced mentorship, um, suddenly being drunk and drunk and disorderly down under, um, it was left to Magnus, the good good man Magnus, and myself to pull the event together, which we did, and we had a brilliant time playing. Um, a very straight up standard style event, uh, 2,500 points per player. And we had four matches one-on-one. -on -one, and then on the last day, the, the sort of final game was 2v2 on some extremely long tables, which we learnt very quickly. Probably wasn't the best idea, right, Magnus? Yeah, uh, we future, for future references, we'll, we'll, shorten, we'll shorten the tables a bit. Yeah, or force people not to pussy out and, and turtle up in corners. You know, exactly. one way or the other. We'll, we'll work away like out. Bitches. Exactly. You know, be be, uh, be a man and don't turtle up in a corner, says the Iron Warrior yep. player. Um, <laughs> but we had a great time. It was a smaller event. Um, it was, uh, there was 14 of us playing, including myself and Magnus. And we had a great little venue, which we've already rebooked for next year. Uh, in the bigger scale as well, so we want the bigger size, bigger part of that one. And yeah, we had a we had a great event, and the the traitors were in control of the the forge itself and the forge continent, and the loyalists were trying to make a big push. Allah, uh, if you think like the Imperial Fist did with Mars, they tried to do as much of a smash and grab as possible for resources and stuff, and maybe if they get lucky, actually take over and secure that. However. Um, yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> no, the, yeah, the, the, no, no great success for the loyalists. No, the loyalists most definitely got sent home with um, basically re the remnants of whatever they could get their hands on. Um, and you know, the the combined casualty rating was somewhere in the I think we said about 38 million range. Um, yeah. Something like that. Thirty-eight million, uh, you know, forge workers and 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 uh, active... tech thralls. No, no, no. We didn't count the dude tech thralls. We'd be you know sky high with that one. But the people who actually mattered, um, like you know, above basic uh, tech thralls, um, we had massive casualties, and we had a great time. We had a fantastic event. Um, lots of fun to see some new armies being run out by people as well. Um, I mean, is there anything that stood out to you, Magnus? While we got a second to mention it. Uh, no, it's just, it was great to it because, well, we know most of the people that were there, everybody had a good time, everybody played and were real professional, helping each other out, and just an amazing event, so. Yeah, it was nice to Shout see Shout out to the players. It was nice to see everybody traveling for that one as well. Yeah. So that was awesome. And that, that sort of, that was the last, last gaming event that sort of led up to where we are now, where we see the, the traitors at the doors. Uh, or the outer walls of the uh, of the hive city of uh, of the planet, the capital hive city of the planet, which and they are now laying, laying siege to Byzantia. So yeah, that's where we find ourselves. And you know, we said in the intro just how much this is all about bringing up the toys and everything. But there is a there is a massive piece of narrative that we've been putting into this, and we're going to sort of go through the the general stuff the players pack and the missions now there's a couple of missions that we've already released but there's some that we haven't so this is going to be very important for you to have a listen to so should we get the nuts and bolts out of the way freddie and just generally talk yeah. about the the quick info so um you take it through the setup yeah, do that. That's the most. So, that's so basically, just to make it easier for everyone, uh, people need to bring two armies. So this is this event is uh, two army. Obviously, if you're smart, that most of our players have done, they try to use reuse all the toys in both lists, as you don't have to play both lists at the same time. Uh, 
which will become apparent later on. So basically, you need to bring either 4,000 points of Age of Darkness or Onslaught, and another 3,000 points of a Leviathan list. So basically, get out those Great Beasts or Bane Blades or whatever, something, Halt Point 9 or more, and then fill it up with whatever fun fun junk you have home. Uh, and because, because you're either going to be playing uh, in the, the Mega Battle, where you use your 3,000-point Leviathan list, or you'll be playing your stock standard, or the two missions that we posted, uh, 4,000 yeah. points versus 4,000, or two secret missions that we'll talk about later. <laughs> Ooh, bum, bum, and the, the, the kind of layout is uh, each team will be led by a general who will have a 2OC. Uh, he, the general and the 2OC will split their teams into two halves, one led by the general, one half led by the 2OC. Uh, and the general and his team will start on the mega battle, while the 2OC and his dudes are going to start playing on the 4,000 points battles. And it's uh, super easy. There's there's no uh, Swiss draw or whatever. Uh, the loyalists, being the defenders, will always go and pick a table they want to play at. And then the traitors gets to pair up players against the loyalists in the tables. And uh, we already talked to the generals. They already know about this. And, and everyone knows that the key thing about this event is to have as much fun as possible. So it's in both generals' interest to make, like, they've already talked to together and they're going to try and make it so even and fun. So they're going to have people having grudge matches, can play grudge matches, people that are going to try to have fun matchups, match they're going to have fun and even matchups. So it's pretty good. Yeah. And I want to point this out. This is a like the main big battles coming up is it's a bit wink. It's like an APOC game, and like Scandus as always, we're there to have fun. So keep that in mind. Yeah, most definitely uh, for everyone. We're we yeah we're just there to have fun. So don't worry about anything. Don't worry about your army. Don't worry about other people's armies. Just get there. I'll get there and have fun. have a fantastic time. Yeah, yeah, very yeah, much. It will be sort of, and and also you have the three EOs like uh, myself, Magnus, and Jody. We're gonna go around and, and support stuff, and and like we've done a lot of groundworks with with the generals already and with players there. So they don't like you don't have to worry. Even if you think that you have a really hard list, as in, I mean, like like it's gonna be tough for other people to beat, or you, you feel like maybe you put on a bit too much because you want to play with all your big toys. Don't worry about it because it it, it will sort out on the day. Like the missions, there there's some uh, twerks and shits going on to even out the odds between lists and stuff. So yeah. So don't, don't panic about it. It's more about drinking beer, having fun, eating pretzels, rolling dice, and uh, you will see a narrative kind of happening the way we're going to count points, which is also going to be a bit different than last year's. Yeah, because it's and all I, about the campaign points now. It's nothing to do with victory points. I think it's it's really important to say that um, you know just to echo everything that the guys have said. We're going to be around. We've been doing we've been playing Heresy for a number of years. We'll be there to support everybody. Especially important is that we have really good guys acting as generals and the two ICs, and the people you can approach, talk to, and they will be there to support you as well. That's part of their role. They're all, they're all effectively, whenever somebody's part of, uh, is one of the army generals for our events, they basically become part of the event team just by default. And because they're, they're people that we trust to have, uh, have everybody's interests at heart and they're always there to have a good game and to, you know, cause shenanigans and have fun and, you know, do crazy shit. But it's, it's going to be, it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be a great event. So just just roll up with what you got. You're going to have a great time. I think that's, that's the easiest way of putting it. So what are we doing, Freddie? Uh, yeah, the, the words uh, are obviously we're going to do the best team. As in, not the best team, as in you're the biggest, but the, the team that actually wins in the end of the event. So we're going to add up the, all the campaign points, and then we're going to acknowledge, is, is the planet held by the traders, or are they held by the loyalists? And they get to... So whoever general wins get to wield the sword of scandals and do victory poses and heckle his opponents and whatever in all kind of in tongue in cheek spirits. 
And uh, but beside that, with the real awards that we do have is, as always, best sport, best painted, and it's going to be uh, player's choice traitor, player's choice loyalist. Yep, and that's that's the thing. And th this is something we've we've said at every every time we've done one of these episodes, every time we've done one of these events. It's just something we're going to keep hammering home. When you come to the event, it isn't about winning and being the biggest smash face player it's about coming and having fun and what you'll have is you'll have players players will be able to vote for their overall favorite in both loyalist and traitor uh factions and that's not just you know like we said the most smash faces you know, lists painting general fluff about this the army you know you take into account the guy who's playing the army as well. So it's it's all about hobbying and having fun. Yeah. And that's that's what those awards are all about. I mean, best painter speaks for itself, best sport speaks for itself. So there's not a whole lot to worry about on those. Just just you know, we love to support and enforce uh, not enforce, that's the wrong word. Encourage the hobby. And I think it's a point that we should shout out our sponsors at this point because we've got some great sponsors. Uh, and have done all year for this for the event series, um, and we have Alpha Spell supporting us on the awards. If I'm right, Freddie, does that sound right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, and they they've been absolutely superb supporting us with uh, gift cards for our events. Um, so if you are lucky enough to pick up one of those prizes, you're likely to pick up an Alpha Spell uh, uh, gift card I'm as sure. part of it. Yeah. And I do believe they they rough they work they come out a thousand crowns per voucher, so you know if you're if you're lucky enough to win one of those awards, then you'll be uh, sitting pretty on something to get a new project started, or who knows maybe you want to expand and pick up another Bane Blade for your Bane Blade squadron or or whatever, and and go nuts. But you can do that through Alpha Spell Se. Now. Let's start talking about missions, I think, because... The... No, that wasn't all our sponsors. No, but this is where I'm going to bleed into our next sponsors, because our sponsors, <laughs> we've been sponsored this year with Fantastic Terrain, which you're going to see when you play these events and play these missions, and that's through Game Map EU, who are absolutely awesome. Um, what do we get? What do we get lucky enough to get from the guys this year? They've given us a... Uh, yeah, we've got a couple of train boxes and a couple of mats. Mm-hmm. And one of the mats we gave away, like we even got like some prizes that we gave away uh, at Lincoln. We gave away a mat, um, or two mats even. And then we yeah. had some, yeah. And then we had some trains and mats that we, we use for our events. Yeah, which so. is all sorts of awesome. And they do, we, they have uh, given us a voucher for this year as well. Yep. Um, which I believe is valid up until the end of the year, if I remember rightly. Yep. So before New Year's. <laughs> yeah, which uh, will be out there as well for for some of the, for players as part of the swag bag. I think this year as well. So that's pretty awesome of them. Um, yeah. So let's talk about missions. Let's talk about missions. Let's talk about our our sort of first set of missions because we've got we we're talking about this off air. There's three sets of missions that we're doing here with two types of games. So let's talk about the, the basic missions, Freddie. This is for the 4,000-point lists. Yeah. So just to get an idea uh, about the like how the, how the venue and the feel of it. So we the whole story we're retelling is a massive siege and assault on a hive city. So you, people that have been in the hobby for a long time remember like Armageddon. The siege of uh, the, oh, I can't remember the Hive City again. Damn it! Was <laughs> that here? Uh, no, no. I mean the Hive City in Armageddon. The, the oh, um, shit. Right. Ne not Necromunda. Um, no. no, yeah, yeah no, or something. One. But anyway, like, that one. <laughs> uh, uh, so, like, uh, or people that are into history buff like Stalingrad, but like in the dark, dark future. So it's like a massive high city. So we have um, everyone that knows Necromandor or have seen like any arts and stuff about hive cities. They know that usually all the hive cities in the distant future of 30k has a massive wall that surrounds them, like old old school fucking uh, city walls with massive battle cannons emplacements and defense towers and orbital laser stations and whatnot. Uh, and that's what we have. So 
basically the the setup in the main hall is going to be there's going to be a, a long massive table that's going to represent the outer wall and the ashways that surrounds the city all the tables behind there will be inside the city as the trader is trying to not just assault the wall they also come from below ground or from orbit because uh, obviously all the trader ships have already kind of won the star battle around the planet and and is is kind of holding so that they have what would you say space superiority yeah like you could yeah. call it you could call it air superiority yeah they basically got this the uh, the sort of yeah the claim of, of the orbit and you know that sort of resource let's call it yeah the drop from drop deployments and stuff like that that's where yeah. they've got their their setup so they all have all that shit so and they're trying to do the massive assault of the city now so they drop pods are screaming down there's fucking tunneling tunnel units like siege of rack style coming in underneath the wall trying to get into the defensive lines and they're also good old you know iron warrior style assaulting the walls all that shit is going on uh and currently like the the city is divided into city sectors there's also some important stuff in the city which is kind of like the uh, starport slash uh, command central of the city's defense grid uh, and there's also the obviously like all uh, hive cities even people of the red necromanda the entire hive city is uh, protected by uh, void shield hence why the traders can't or just orbitally bombarded to shit mm -hmm. uh, so imagine like siege of rack style like the the entire citadel like it was there like and like provided by a, a massive war shield and it's going to take them hundreds of years to just bomb that shit out so they're just trying to go in old school style over the top assaulting the city and so inside the city sectors which will be represented by a table which will have city city train high city train uh in there is where the traders are are kind of they they're, they're dropped in they're kind of got into the city and they're fighting there like probably either from deployed by underground tunnels or drop ships or whatever they managed to get through the void shield and get in there and so they're fighting for control of inside the city and so the two missions that we put up is kind of stock standard because we're playing four thousand points anything but dawn of war is is messy when you have that lot of miniatures uh, and they're also stock standard kind of um, missions with kill points and some twerks on them and we have some war zone traits uh, as well uh, so basically they try to bombard it there there might be some fucking world eater viruses going around when they try to they, they they've done whatever they can to crack this nut open so there's lots of fucking battle damage debris and kind of shit that's gone gone into the city that has gone through the void shield and eventually hit the, hit the ground there so so that stock standard 4000 versus 4000 points battles those battles will be affected what's going on from either the wall or or in other sectors that would be like space war slash command sector or the void shield sector yeah, to, to, sort of areas of high priority. Yeah. So uh, uh, I think uh, um, the, the, there's some some other tweaks, but they will make sense when we go into those other sectors. Uh, yeah. That that will also take part in the main battle. But basically, there you're fighting for, you're fighting through uh, buildings and street corners and shit, and you try to accumulate controls of uh, of city city sectors in the city hmm. and that's how you gain campaign points yeah so this the those those missions are the the more direct straight up and down you're fighting you're basically trying to wear down um, and kill off the opposing forces that's the that's the main thing yeah. of the game and gain ground and yeah, gain ground and destroy the defenders because the defenders uh or the attackers they they are not limitless so it's a war of attrition right now so you're trying like the defenders trying to inflict as much damage as possible to the attackers so they can't sustain their attack and the same goes for the attackers they try to to kill off as many defenders as possible because they're 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 not getting any more reinforcements they're the city is surrounded they're cut off from orbit like this is this is like siege of terror fucking 0 0.5 <laughs> 
Yeah, this this is this is where they w w worked out all their kinks basically before they went on to Terra. That's that's what we're saying with we're sticking with it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's so that's the, that's the, those sort of things. And the the games, these games, and the games in general, um, they're sort of scheduled for what are we talking about? Four uh, hours. Four, each? four hours. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not a case of having to rush stuff. We're keeping simple setups so that everybody can really. You know, just get down to playing the game, and it's not, it doesn't end up confused or, you know, convoluted in any way, shape, or form, which is. No, it's it's, it's 4,000 points. What I've learned uh, from running events is uh, a good rule of thumb is usually one hour per 1,000 points. Yeah. And that, that's, that's, and then, and then, you don't have, then you don't, yeah, and then you don't have the stress or anything. So you can kind of enjoy your game, drink some beer. You can also be social with whoever you play with, and you don't have to, you know. Look at your watch all the time, which is absolutely ideal. Um, and then we have um, the the sort of next set of missions. Now these are what you've already mentioned, um, and these are the the special missions. Special. These are where we talk about where we're looking at the the highly the high target targets of priority um, for both the. Um, sieging and besieged forces uh, as it goes through and um yeah there's so there's two missions if i remember rightly yep. two specific missions so we're going to go through each mission for you now um so freddie you you've been leading the way on this one do you want to take us through whichever one first and then we'll, we'll, we'll the start with the defense grid so basically yeah. uh this is the military sector of uh, the city where you have your adeptus uh because uh, what do you call it? adeptus uh, arbiter station you have your mm -hmm. kind of spaceport ish stuff and you have your command and control of the city defense force and uh, they are also like the if everyone remember book five the cal thingy where, where the main defense grid is, where that Mechanicum guy finds that virus or whatever, and, it try, and he managed to reboot the defense grid, so they actually started working, shooting at the World Bear's fleet. This yeah. is that kind of a place. Uh, so basically, for the, for the loyalists, they need to keep control of, of these places as long as possible, because as long as they have it, and it's not damaged or, or destroyed or lost to the traitors, Mm -hmm. They can use their defense weapons on on the hive city walls, so they they can still they can and they can still prevent more mass landings from the space fleet above. They can also prevent, or they can try and at least slow down the assault on the walls because they have still their massive defense uh, laser batteries. But once that is lost, uh, it will go down. So ba basically, we have an in in game thing going on is that for every every round that the defense batteries has been uh, taken over by the traders or lost or damaged or whatever uh, all the, the defense traders ballistic skill goes down by one so they start on three and they go down by one uh, and then if for the last battle if they still haven't taken it back or won one of those battles they will stop working completely Nice. So this and this is where we start talking about things that are having a direct effect on that big apocalypse game. Because as you talk, yeah. you know, we got the hope is that we've got the you know you got the first round going off. If these things get taken over, destroyed, or whatever during during the game, then whoever's down in the uh, the special dungeon, the rape dungeon with those special missions, will be sending a an encoded text message or basically running up the stairs and shouting. Um, whether effects have happened and stuff so they'll they'll play straight into uh, the tables as the game is going on so there's uh, a real, a real chance for, for for every time the 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 traders has won a defense grid battle and they've gone down one ballistic skill they also gain a d3 a number of land strikes that they can uh, use they roll that straight away and they can hand it out to any of the trader plays that need it and they can use it on the mega battle, or they can use it on the on the normal. It just means that the defense has degraded that enough that they can't keep away the the fleet in the orbit to actually provide some support for the ground assault. 
So people are basically going to take some orbital strikes to the face yeah. is, is, <laughs> if that happens, basically. So um, and, it, and it's the same. It's the same one from the Master of Signals. So it's that one. So you, yeah. you just roll D three number of those ones, and then you can just give them out. Nice, and that's going to be down to again down to the uh, either the generals or the two IC, depending on who's free at the time uh, yeah. to make those calls. So that's pretty sweet. Um, I mean, with with those, is there any specific anything special? Are we going dawn of war with those bad boys and just keeping it simple? Uh, yeah. So all for like, just one thing I run out. Regardless if you do the special missions or you do the one the two ones that we did publish, they will always be dawn of war. The, the only the only difference is, is going to basically be between the objectives and war zone traits. Yeah. So so obviously the objectives will be. You you will gain five campaign points if you manage to to destroy it, or you'll gain five campaign points if you manage to still have it. So it's going to have again this the campaign points are going to have an effect on the overall outcome yeah. of the the event series and who ends up um, where things will be um, and and the the story and the after story of the event. The after, yeah. the after story, the after party. So that's the that's the first mission. Now, what's the second specialist mission that's going to be played? Uh, the second specialist mission is going to be played about because any good hive city always have like a void shield defense, so you could can't be blasted out of orbit, and you can't be uh, you know people can't just come and go as they want into the shield. Obviously, mm -hmm. smaller crafts. Like you, you can go through the massive void shields with with smaller crafts, like thunderhawks and drop pods and stuff. But it's very risky, and you might lose them on the way way down. So basically, as long as the void shield is up, any units entering from from the trader side entering from deep strike will always scatter, even when there is a hit, and they will always max scatter. Yeah, as long as the void shield is up. Same time, if you try to shoot uh, barrages, be that a land strike from your master of signals or from your artillery, they will also always scatter for full. However, if if the void shield goes down, uh, the prior to a game, uh, the traitors uh, playing the four thousand points game will be able to put out three markers anywhere on the table uh, prior to deployment any side deploys. They put out three markers anywhere on the table. If the void shield goes down, any deep strikes or any barrages within 12 inches of those markers will never scatter. Nice. So it is basically where the traders right. have managed to control and yeah, cause so a they, hole yeah. and bring down, bring down some, you know. Yeah, so, so basically the, the cheap, uh, the fleet in orbit, they have kind of uh, pinpoints key interests in, in all the city areas. And uh, so they kind of tagged it, but the problem is the interference from the void shield, like they, they already like teleported home ends and they, they like locked on to those locations. But as soon as that, like the void shield goes down, it means that they just blare up because they already locked into the coordinates of the, of the fleet and they can start unleashing bombardments or they can send down like um, drop pods and shit. So, so the thing is, if the Void Shield, say round one, the traders win the Void Shield mission, bring down the Void Shield, it means that the next round, the Loyalist will have to regain the Void Shield and bring it back online again. So it means that the next round, the traders will have the advantage of those markers. Yeah. And the Loyalists will try to bring up the Void Shields back online again. Yeah. So again, it's it's that real time. Okay, we've lost this. Now we need to get it back, or do we still got this up? It's affecting us. We need to get get this down. So uh, so that mission where the the attacker will always be the one that needs to have control of the void shields. Yeah. And that's what that's what the uh, definitely the uh, the the attackers the, the the traders are looking for is to get get through those. Uh, get through those walls as quickly as possible. So there'll be a little bit, I, I won't say pressure, but there'll be definitely a, please go and do this as quickly as humanly possible. Uh, Which will also add, add on uh, 
the void shield has a greater impact on on the wall battle because as, as long as the void shield is up it means that you can't the only way you can get in behind the wall as the as the traitor is either to knock down a section of the wall mm -hmm. or actually is walk over there and go in you can't fly over and land there as long as the void shield is up yeah so that is that's it, it, there's so many there's there's sort of layers and layers of like tactical importance and and how these things could play out and you know it, it's it's always nice to have a if the game goes well you score points if the game goes really well you're suddenly making life a hell of a lot easier for your side um or potentially if you, if you don't then yeah it's gonna suck <laughs> you know no you've pressure got, on generals no 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 pressure at all i mean there's, there's nothing to be pressured about whatsoever at all yeah <laughs> it's all about making the right call there for sure um yeah so those are the two so basically if memory serves um actually we've got how many players have we got playing freddie uh well now we have 28 28 players at the event so we'll uh, be having... 30 max yes. yeah so it's seven seven players per side on the big game if memory serves is that right yep so that's 14 players, and that leaves another 14 players. So there'll be seven tables. So there'll basically be these two mission-important tables plus five other um, tables where everybody's going to be out grabbing uh, grabbing land and trying to you know, make the biggest impact on the control of the city. So that those are the, the sort of breakdowns of those. And let's let's get on to the one that... I'm not going to say the one that counts because, you know, every match counts, but <laughs> the one that is, is, has been the most, um, I want to say enjoyable because from my end, it's been great hearing about it. I don't know how you guys feel about having <laughs> to put it all together, <laughs> but um, yeah, let's talk about the, let's talk about the one that the, the big one. Let's talk about the big game. So what is happening about the big game? What, what is actually happening in the big game? Well, do you, do you want to take this one, Magnus, or...? Yeah. Uh, well, the big game is the traitor push towards the walls for the Hive City. And there will be walls, and there will be loyalists manning the walls. Um, will there be balls to the walls, is the question. There will be balls to the walls. Now, the, the thing about this battle, it will play out uh, over all, I think it will be six tables wide. Deployment due to some clerical error in manufacturing. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's uh, 3,000 points aside, uh, Leviathan, so there'll be plenty of space for everyone to deploy, anyways. Uh, the loyalists will have some things going for them, which is they're behind a wall. And they have wall batteries, as Freddy was on. Uh, just a minute ago, that they have that will decline in efficiency if uh, the traders strike true within the city. Uh, and it'll be fucking massive. <laughs> uh, I, it, it looks a hell of a lot better than I thought it would. And it'll be just, I'm really looking forward to see it, seeing it. And I hope it will play as well as we think. And oh, the looks is... baller, I must admit. Yeah, it turned out. And I want to shout out uh, to John, Jaron, and Bjorn for all the help. Uh, we had a full day, like eight hours of constant painting to get everything done. And they were fucking heroes. Uh, and we and had some nice hamburgers. We had some nice hamburgers and <laughs> chicken tikka masala. But anyway... Um, why do you say It'll these things to man? I'm, I'm all the way down here. This is not cool. <laughs> no, <laughs> you? you should be here. There's you could, you could have beer. given up. Yeah, I could have. I mean, my kids yeah. would have loved, loved the seven-hour seven hour drive for sure. No, <laughs> Damn it. That wouldn't I should have been, been, been there. Have been there. Yeah. <laughs> but the focus on the big, big game is it's for everyone that's played Apocalypse-style missions. It's what we're looking for is just blowing shit up all the time. Crazy shit happening. D-weapons scattering, killing people. Uh, 
is I'm really excited to see how the game works out. And I know there are a lot of people bringing lots and lots of cool new toys. Uh, uh, there might be Warlords and Warhounds and Reavers. And, and we really, and I'm really looking forward to seeing all that. It'll, it'll be fucking spectacular to see. Uh, I'll leave the rules part to Freddy. Yes, better check on that for everything. Right. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it. I'll, I'll, I'll go through the, the rules. The rules are pretty simple. Uh, basically, the, the loyalists will always be defenders. They'll deploy first. They'll deploy um, in no man's land or behind the wall. Uh, they have to, however, keep at least 30% in reserves um, as they're, they're kind of scrambling. They don't know which sector of the hive city the attack is coming to, so they always have a little bit of a strategic reserve. Um, and then uh, the traders will always have the first turn and deploy, deploy last, uh, unless they get seized on. And if Magnus is playing, I mean, if Bjorn is playing there, they will always be seized on, because that's the anti-Bjorn <laughs> rule. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's kidding. Uh, anyway, uh, besides that, uh, at the start of each round, uh, the generals will roll four dice, uh, and there will be a shard of uh, that turn's strategic objectives sent from high command in orbit. So basically, Horus has decided that you will have uh, either blow up a section of the wall, kill a Titan, kill some infantry, kill some tanks, you know, uh, take some objectives, or do some line-breaking shit. Uh, if you if you roll, those, you roll those four dice, and uh, you pick three of those results. If you roll double, it means that let's say, for example, you need to kill a wall, uh, you need to kill a titan, that's worth uh, five campaign points. If you if you roll that result twice, you can uh, you score five plus a d6 campaign points. So instead of doing kill two titans, you just kill the titans one, but you get a bonus. It means that uh, high command has decided that's and that is your outmost priority. Hence why you rolled fucking two or three on the same thing. However, if you fail during your turn, any of those three things that you picked, the opponent gets those campaign points because you haven't failed. You have failed that turn's objectives. So it needs to, you need to kind of be a bit. The generals need to be a bit brainiac when it comes to it. Consult with your dudes and see what's going on. Like uh, if 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 they roll the Titan one and they know that a Titan is almost semi dead, then obviously that would be a keeper. If they roll. You know, let's say they need to kill uh, three infantry squads, and they see like, well, fuck, there's no infantry squads that are anywhere near where we can wipe them out for sure this round. Then maybe that is one mission they they elect not to do. And that's yeah. about the the gist of it. And obviously, the same we go for the loyalists. They will they will do the general will do the same thing, or to us, whoever plays the mega battle. Roll the same thing, and he will pick those strategic objectives that comes in from the hive city. It's like, oh shit! Now we need to, you need to lock down on inf infantry because they're they're fucking infiltrating the city. So a priority target now is is infantry, or you need to like uh, you need to search out into no man's land and capture a couple of uh, uh, objectives because we need to push back the the attack in this sector, and then you know, so that's that's why it is. That's kind of the, the gist. And also, most importantly, each uh, turn will be timed 30 minutes. Yep. So we'll do it like clockwise. And it doesn't matter if you're one end of the table and you already started shooting and the other end of the table, they're still uh, walking because we're all adults. We all played Apocalypse now. It's all about just keeping it rolling. So they'll, you know, if you're not going to affect anyone else that is in a different phase than you, then it's all about just keeping the game going. Also, there will be some apocalypse strategy cards handed to handed to each side prior to the battle, which they can play anytime during the the battle. Yeah. So I mean, there's, and they will be reset before <laughs> each mega battle, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So and, much. And to keep it interesting, to let everyone have the same experience, uh, the first day we're gonna. Besides the void shield and the defense batteries, we're going to reset the walls, so so both sides can play kind of a pristine 
So whatever, when the 2C comes back and they play the war game, they're attacking at a different sector. So the walls there are set up. But then day two will keep some uh, battle damage going on so to make it more stressful for the defenders and get that pressure going on like they're at the fucking river Volga. And they just, <laughs> the one with the lace gun shoots, <laughs> you know, kind of feeling. Because the whole event is it's, it's like a desperate struggle of the last bastion on this planet and the loyalist really needs to try to hold out and steam the tide of the traitors and hope you know, hope and pray to God that they can hold it off for reinforcements to arrive because they're on their way, you know? They might be on their way. Who knows? Who knows? No one knows. Who knows? We're saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so that, that's it. That's just how the, the big battle is going to be, like, the aesthetic of it and just uh, all, in, like, what's going on. It's, it's going to look, it's going to look fucking absolutely stunning. And it's just going to be so cool with like all these massive war machines stomping forward, trying to break into the city while you hear like desperate fighting going on back in the city from screeching fucking drop, drop pods and drop ships coming in and trying to grab key parts of the city and trying to collapse the entire defense of it. And, you know, and Dorn is there twirling his mustache and hoping that the city will hold. <laughs> yeah. Good old Dorn. And uh, the, like the <laughs> big table will have a permanent TO. Uh, most of the time, I would be there uh, just running around and answering people's questions and yeah, making sure everything runs smoothly all the way. Everybody's played this before, so it won't be a problem. It's just if there are any questions, I'll take care of it at the big table. and. The other guys will see too that everything else runs smoothly. So basically, if it all falls apart, it's Magnus's fault. Yeah, it's, uh, but, but he did done nothing anything wrong. No, yeah, so. you know, Freddie, you know the only reason he wants to play on that table, right? You know, you know why? It's the only one with a fence on it. It just happens to be yeah. a wall. <laughs> a big fence, a massive big fence, big fence, something big you can stride over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. So it's it's going to be a brilliant. I mean, that's going to be brilliant. I mean, I'm going to. We're all going to be running around with our phones, taking as many pictures as possible. Uh, you know, if you're as a player, if you're there and you think, "Hey, this looks awesome," give us a shout. I'm sure we can do. We'll do our best to get a picture of it because we always want to get cool pictures. Um, there will be a lot of content, hopefully, going up from ourselves because um, we will have um, we will have the army parade going on. After the first first round, we'll be getting videos and pictures of the army parade. We'll try and do some on-the-spot interviews with people and have a chat with them about how things are going, see what they think, and uh, you know, making sure that we have um, all the cool stuff caught for you as the as our lovely loyal viewers. We'll be doing our. Um, I can't promise we're going to be doing a live. Uh, live videos of a single game, but we'll try and do some live videos of gameplay if at all possible. Especially if there's some funky stuff, like I, I know there will be, uh, with some big engines of war being out and about and causing all types of mischief and trouble. Um, I can only think of several players bringing ridiculously stupid stuff. <laughs> so that's going to be a lot of fun to catch pictures of. And um, yeah, I think then there's one. I mean, there's one more thing that, that's going to be happening that weekend, which is important to talk about, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, but we will be also streaming the uh, awards and the sort of wrap-up of the event. We'll be streaming that live as well on Facebook. So on the Sunday, we will be streaming that live. So you'll be able to see that via our Facebook page, uh, which ties in nicely to the, the other thing that's happening that weekend. So, Freddie, do you want to... Uh, bring everybody up to speed on what we'll actually be doing after we've done the awards. What will, what else will we be doing after we, we're doing after we've done the awards and be, <coughs> before we do uh, the next year teaser thing? Uh, yep. We will be drawing the raffle. Oh yes, which is going to be fucking awesome and. Uh, like as as it stands now, I think we used a couple of hundreds out of our target, 
So get in there and donate. It's not too late. Just go and uh, go to our Facebook page, uh, look during our event section, and look for the raffle against Duchesne uh, or Titan raffle. And then you go in there and you just follow the prompt and donate as much and or as little as you can. And every, I think every $35 is obviously a raffle ticket. And yeah, and I think I think Magnus and I have made it made, made it very clear on the last episode, and, and in general, I think we all agree that we're expecting some sort of crazy deluge at the last sort of minute to thirty seconds before the draw, while yeah. everybody is trying to get the last ticket, um, <laughs> just because. Because and, light, lightning always strikes in the same spot twice. Yeah, which yeah. now That's we've said it. Now we've said it, wouldn't it be funny if that happened? Uh, There's a good 50-50 chance it might actually happen, <laughs> considering we said this last year and look what happened. So um, there's always a chance of crazy stuff happening, which is going to be absolutely amazeballs. But yes, we're going to be doing the uh, the Titan raffle with the, the... And if you don't have a ticket, get one now before it's yeah. too late. Get it before it's too late. They'll have they're, the... They're going to help you at Sunday night for sure. <laughs> true uh, at, at one minute past the raffle draw it's going to be too late uh, but you know you could you can still see what you could have won um, however the donation will be greatly received um, so yeah we've got a whole lot going on so it's going to be a big wrap up so we've got the award ceremony we've got the raffle and then we're going to be dropping a teaser for next year for our next the next Evangeline uh, Heresy event series 2019 and i can say now we've got all the dates locked in we've got all the locations locked in um so there's no excuses people you'll know when they are you'll know where they are and you'll be able to get a plan to come to them and this is pointing out to the guys abroad especially over in the uk and other places in europe um especially as we have our events centered around or very close to major international airports and transport hubs like Stockholm and Copenhagen and Malmo. So you, you can come along and hang out and have some fun with us uh, next year, which I think is going to be absolutely awesome. So, I mean, is there is there much else we need to talk about the, on the event here? Is there anything we need to throw out event-wise? you think no. of anything? No, nothing major. Just show the fuck up and play games and drink beers. That's right. Exactly. Be cool. Yeah. Will we be having? Will we be having our usual um, on-site bar, Freddie? Or, or of course we will. Exactly. <laughs> Just wanted to check because it's always a, always a bonus for people to. There know. will be beer and there will be pretzels. There will be beer and there will be. Oh, see, what else do you need for heresy? A beer, pretzels, and heresy games. Just yeah, yeah. everything yeah. you need. That's all you need to sustain yourself as a grown adult. Yep. Yeah. All you need is love, love and heresy in large cases of beer, pretzels, and model fun. So we're all set there. Well, then, if that's the case, I can't think of much else we need to say apart from be there or be square. We do have, we do have two spots available. <laughs> so if you do. Not create some sort of rush now, though. Well, you know, we've got two spots left. So if you want to do it, you want to come play, you just got to get in. There's two spots left and, you know, jump jump on board the heresy train yeah. because it's about to go smack into a giant wall that is uh, the capital hive city of Byzantium. And all the money, all the chips are up for grabs here. The traders have seemed to have stomped a pretty clear path to the walls. But uh, let's see if the loyalists can pull it back or if... Who knows? Maybe the uh, maybe the city, the the planet of New Melissa will be burning in ashes, or a new bastion for the War Master. So and and no, for everyone that keeps fucking asking, you can't buy tickets to Lincoln yet for next year. <laughs> <laughs> can't do tickets yet. Yeah. No, even Relax. though Lincoln has kind of announced their dates and shit, like I have no control of that, or none of us have. So no. we haven't we haven't even signed in the thing about running events and dates and shit with them. So no, you can't buy any tickets for Lincoln now. I know, you know, God bless you all for being so fucking pre-planned. Pre-planned no, keeners, we love you. But relax, we've got the events written up, we've got the plans in place. Everything's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great fun. Chill. <laughs> We're good, you're gonna have 
fantastic year next year as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I think if that's been the case, I think it's about time we wrap this one up because we've bled everybody's brains dry without any sort of musical interlude here this evening or any chance to refill. So there could be a few bursting bladders and, you know, other things that need to be taken care of quite quickly. So I'm going to say without further ado then that it's a good night from me. <laughs> and me. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and me. And remember, guys, treat life like 30K. Be aggro in the streets, be fulgrim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is why we, do, this is, this is why we don't promote interns. <sighs> this is the Varangian Heresy Podcast, signing off. Let the body set the body set the body